What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, the High on Soccer podcast. And I want to introduce myself, Dylan Monroy, and my co-host, Jorge Martinez. Yo, yo, yo. What it do? What it do, Jorge? What it do? And you know what? Right before this podcast, I wanted to, I don't know, try to come out strong with enthusiasm and energy after what was, from the USA, a very lackluster energy game. And, bro, we end up losing to Canada, two to zero. Dos. We we now have a dos cero with Canada. And... Before we get into the United States, because I'm, you and I mm-hmm. are fans. That's the country we, you know, root for. Well, yeah. in your case, sort of Mexico, but whatever. <laughs> but it's the team we, we put more priority on because of, you know, it's our country. Mm-hmm. But Canada, just Canada needs to be given some props. Oh yeah, and if they weren't already recognized for who they were as Canada, like the soccer team, you know, uh, a nation that is not really known for its Mm -hmm. soccer, they have arrived. If they haven't, if you didn't know they didn't already arrive, they're here. That beatdown of the United States, and I'm not saying a beatdown like they completely dominated, but they outworked. They were much more organized. Way more organized. Much more energy confident gritty and like they had this swagger about them that like you'd expect the USA with the players they have Uh where they play should have but these Canadian guys like every time they were on the attack you were scared or nervous not scared but nervous like oh shit dude that uh, what's his name TJ Buchanan I believe yeah, Taylor Buchanan. Taylor Buchanan. Oh my goodness, that guy scared. Or Tejan, sorry, Tejan. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I was We're sort of both close. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was a combination of both Taylor Tejan. There you Tejan. go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that guy. He had multiple chances where he just kind of shook Dest, shook Anthony Robinson, kind of like he was moving all over the pitch. Um, you also had that Laring guy who ends up scoring. Oh, yeah. And Jonathan David was a forward or striker, mm-hmm. but he dropped so deep to get the ball, receive the ball, link up play. Like I just thought, this what like a, looked for the ball. Yeah, yeah, what a well-rounded striker, man. And that guy's at Leal right now, but I think he has the potential to go somewhere even bigger than that. I, I think he's already been rumored to yeah to this head summer. Yeah. This summer, like it, like he's and and he probably will. Uh, but yeah, credit to Canada. They, I mean, they came out. They they had a plan. They this and they practiced. They organized it and and it and it worked out. They everyone knew the role and everyone executed it to to perfection. You know, everyone did their job. There's no, you know what I think about uh, what I see a lot about it in Canada too is there's no, uh, there's no egos. Not, I'm not saying that the Americans are egotistical or anything. You know the mm. players have big heads, but they're very humble because no one expects anything from Canada. So, like, they have this like chip on their shoulder, if you will. So they're playing like how you said that with like grit. They have like bite. Mm-hmm. They they play. It's 
for them to get what they where they were or where they are now, it's not expected of them, right? So they no. they have to work twice as hard. And there, that's exactly what it looked like from the beginning of the game for me. With the early goal that Canada put in, mm-hmm. I thought... In like the fifth minute? Uh, right. Uh, let me double check. It was the seventh minute. Seventh minute. The seventh minute. Kyle Lahren puts it in. <clears throat> and the United States just immediately felt rushed, unorganized, frustrated and that, from the and get-go. That, and that wasn't even from, from like... It's not like that Canadians created that that goal or that play. That came off of a a U.S. error. Yeah. Giving the ball away. Uh, who was that player? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was Turner. Turner. Oh, the guy who just moved to Arsenal. Yeah. Not. I'm not. I'm not blaming this. <laughs> this not blaming him. I'm, I'm like. I'm not blaming the loss on him. Although I think in, on both goals, like he could have done a little more. But I mean. Obviously, he's not the one on the other end, right? Trying right. to score, and he's got defenders in front of him. So it's not all on him. That's that's for damn sure. Like, cause like you said, and we'll get into it later. Miles Robinson did not have a good game. But no. now, now Canada just they they just they have that chip on their shoulder and their that little fight, and they kind of have what every where all the other teams in Concacaf do is they they fight harder because. Oh, they, man. they just need to that For, they have to they need that physicality from kickoff immediately I think they they tackled Christian Pulisic mm-hmm. like right away chop the game up chop the game up don't let your team play yeah but you and you let yourself you Pulisic, let the other team know to me looked like he was beat he looked he was beat yeah, down I, like when guys. I saw it like seeing him like he looked frustrated and just like yep. You know, like I wouldn't say overwhelmed, but just like like flabbergasted, just like flat out of like ideas, and I don't mm-hmm. necessarily blame him. Uh, and I credit the Canadian defense. Yeah, I and credit, their, yeah exactly, exactly. Their midfield as well. Let's we'll get into like the U.S. and everything in a bit, but on the Canadian from like the Canadian side, like they they were locked down and tight. And yeah, people say oh they were absor- absorbing pressure and this and that, but the point is is they had a plan and they executed it and. They know that on paper, right? We they they have the the supposedly weaker squad, mm-hmm. which I I think is kind of arguable because that well on value it is it, definitely yeah lower. on value. But I mean, you look at the the places that some of these uh, players are playing. Sure, it's not like you know they're not playing in the in the EPL or they're not playing for Juve and stuff like that. They're not playing like you know for Dortmund, but Hatspur, Besiktas. Okay, like it's they know something. what it's like to fight. They know what it's like to fight. Like they, okay, you know, you got David over at, <clears throat> at Lille. He won a league on last league season. Un. He's currently <clears throat> the top goal scorer, if I'm not mistaken. He's uh, I think two or, goals behind two, okay. Uh, Ben Yedder. Okay, but at one point he was, mm-hmm. and last season in his first season he did knock double digits, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty important considering his age too, and and doing it again this season consistency uh, but you have players in, in those sort of positions you know you have Tejon Buchanan who just moved to Club Bruges Junior Hoyliet which is one of the more veteran players uh, on Reading he, he's playing on Reading he's played his whole career in not in like the greatest teams but in the championship in Europe like it's not in a like, gritty league in a gritty league it's not just like the, the Canadian players don't everyone thinks that just cause like that they, they all play and then another thing to know is that obviously 
well, we'll get into that later, but a lot of these Canadian players, <clears throat> they, it's not like they just showed up. Yeah. They've been slow. It's just like the U.S. It's just been slow. But the U.S. has just exploded over the last, I would say, like two and a half, three years mm-hmm. with this talent pool that we now have. They've all come to, like, not maturity, but they were all starting to get to the point where they're playing in first team games and they're getting noticed. Uh, at the you know and at the same time Canada has been doing it on a much lower slower scale yeah. but and maybe it's the fact that no one's been paying attention to them maybe that is what it is because they're just like we're we're just we're humble hard workers in a way I kind of see Canada playing like how maybe we would have played 10 years ago you know, they, they, cause that, that was us, you know, we were more, I wouldn't say that the U.S. would always absorb pressure, but the U.S., uh, like, the, we've talked about it before, like, Landon Donovan's time and stuff with, like, like the generation. They were hard-fought games. Yeah, they, they fought hard. They didn't, yeah. they did not go down easy. You know, yeah. they, they did not, they absolutely did not go down easy. You know, we had, I mean, we had great leaders, I, I will say in every line almost because like, you know we had players like Tim Howard controlling the back line and we had Clint Dempsey and Donovan you know and uh, other players as well that eventually mm-hmm. made it in the squad but uh, but Canada just they look very just very very tough and resilient and just mm-hmm. locked down tight and yeah they absorb the pressure and they, they play a lot of the counter but I mean you do what you can and you execute your your plan and, and, and they did it things that they just look they just look threatening every time they got the ball because yeah maybe they were counting that was most of their build up that was most of their their stuff or whatever but I mean we can keep the ball all we want man if we're not we're gonna going, do anything yeah, with it if we're just going forward and back what the fuck dude because they it's just uh, I mean they're Canada like we kept they kept we kept the ball from Canada so Canada was like okay well we'll absorb pressure Mm-hmm. I mean, they knew that was gonna happen, right? Yeah. Like they, that was like their plan. Like this is probably what's gonna happen. They're gonna try to hold on and control the ball. That's fine. Let them play their game. We're gonna play ours. If they're gonna play like that, then we'll play this way, and then we'll break on the counter, and they're not gonna expect it. But definitely, we, definitely disappointing. But props to Canada, um, mm-hmm. and Jorge. Did you like the pants, man? Borjan. Borjan with the pants, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been saying. Like that, um, that guy always wears the sweatpants. It's always that's why I always remember him. That's why I, I, I always like I remember that. I remember his. He had like a weird name. I was like, is it Bojan or something? Well, Bojan, but yeah, I, Milan, I, I hadn't seen him that uh, or noticed him. Yeah, dude, up all until the, this game, he's but. been. It, he's been. Uh, I know all the this whole all the qualifiers. Uh-huh. And I think he's been their starting keeper for a little while, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. The. I'm into the pants for a goalkeeper. Yeah. I don't well, know why he's, got, more he's one of those it. like weirder goalkeepers. You know how you have, they say that keepers are like he had a thing. Like for sure. you know, like not you have to be like mentally unstable to be a keeper. Like keepers are crazy and wild. He's got that like he's he plays definitely his role, like he would waste his time and just he he's a keeper. Like that's the kind of keeper you want on your team. That's annoying. That's the kind of keeper that gets in your head. He's like Emmy Martinez in a way. Hmm. You know, they He just, put on a way better show. But now we get into no, the worst no, part. Not the worst part. Because we have to analyze and nitpick the USA of what they're not doing. And it's time that they do it because we're clearly looking like at most the second best team in CONCACAF. 
and we're tied yeah. with Mexico. Had they not beat Costa Rica versus that tie, they would be ahead by two points mm-hmm. in front of us. And boy, that- and yet there's there's a whole but those two trophies in yeah. the summer, and this is what I have, and I you know me I, I've always been a little bit more, I'm a, I've been a little bit more critical, yeah, and maybe it's because I, I'm a fan of like both teams and I'm able to be like more neutral about it in a way because I like you know so I can see the flaws hater it's not that I'm a hater bro (laughs) but it's like as a fan of the US I can see what Mexico is doing wrong and as a fan of Mexico I can see what the US is doing wrong in a way it kind of takes away that like those glasses I guess you can say but I forgot what I was saying well USA is tied with them at 18 points oh yeah I remember what I was saying sorry but it's just (laughs) going back to the two tournaments like Everyone got really, really excited, and yes, they were two big accomplishments because it's they were two tournaments. Obviously, you know, Gold Cups not what it is or was before, but it's still something, and we still got the win over uh, a, a team, um, a, to a very a, a stacked team from Mexico in the Nations League. But what we seem to forget is that in both those games, we didn't necessarily dominate. No, not at all. And. No. And in and these games, and that's why it was just like, okay, we won, but it's just not convincing yet, and it hasn't been. And you know, it, last week I said, and, and I said I, I expected. You asked me what was what we should do or what what would be realistic, and I, I told you what I expected, because what I expected was a nine points. But I mean, you I think you came out and you said you said seven points and you know that's mm-hmm. probably more realistic uh, I was trying to be optimistic and I was like no nah, we'll do it like, I was Bro, coming around and stuff to I just no, I really just... think Canada's project um, is going well for them I just and feel like there's a direction exactly it it just seems like everything is going their way but you like know, progress uh-huh. is showing and I kind know? of feel like in a, in a sense we're kind of looking like PSG it's just like Okay, just put the big names, or not even put the big names. It's not even what we're doing. The bigger just, names in this region, yeah, but just the big moves, yeah. you know, the media guys, you know, like. But where there's no like, like Poch has no midfield with that team, you know. And, yeah. And like that's that. I'm not saying that's not that. That's the problem here. I'm just saying like, it's a similar sort of situation well, in a way. But, well, let's get into it, man, because. <clears throat> So where do you want to start? You want to start with the lineup? Uh, we have to start with the lineup right, because the lineup. that is, I think, one key flaw already, mm-hmm. and it was noticeable of guys who weren't even there that should have been. And I'll start with that. In this lineup, Robinson, Miles Robinson, mm-hmm. did not have a good game. Yeah. Um, okay. He did not have a good game alongside Chris Richards, whom I thought played slightly better, but obviously wasn't the best, but mm-hmm. I thought he played better. Robinson should not be have been in that position. I think you said it to me earlier. He didn't have the fitness mm-hmm. for this match compared to John Brooks, who has been there, been playing regularly, and he wasn't there, and it was felt. A veteran presence was needed in such a big game. Yeah, in this Af- game, yeah. Because Definitely. think about it. You get scored on in seven minutes, and who is there to calm everyone down? Because the team felt super rushed after that. Not only that, but wasn't Pulisic the captain uh, for El Salvador? 
Yeah. And for who's the captain for this game? Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams. Why the fuck is this happening? Why is this flip? If you do this, it's you know what? You I, know what? Way, I thought I that was like a weird thing. That it's, happened. it's fine if one of them is the captain. I have no problem with either of them being the captain. Although I've said my piece about Pulisic being the captain, it's not to say that he's not a leader. I just think that he's not a leader in this sort of. I would. See Adams as a better captain, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. And then I, I have, even think McKenny. Yeah, McKenny too. Mm-hmm. And but I also have nothing against Pulisic being the captain. I understand why he'd be given the armband. It's a little more symbolic when it's given to him. I guess you can say. But I get it. You know, kind mm-hmm. of with like with like Donovan getting the armband. Like right. a little bit more symbolic when he had it. For national team, it seems to be yeah. the best player on mm-hmm. the team. So, but I, I think Adams is a better captain. But now the, the point is that I'm trying to make is it's we're having this this flip flop of captains. So are the the teams looking around like, well, who's like, you know, you're standing captain. You're the captain today, but tomorrow. He's in like he's the guy I'm gonna turn to. So it's kind of like, so yeah, there's, a, to, there's no consistency with that. There's a lack of leadership. Yes. That I think a veteran, experienced player, mm-hmm. whom I thought Yedlin should have been that guy. Yedlin could have easily like, been that guy. Somebody needed to be on that field uh-huh. with prior experience, and Brooks wasn't there, and and Yedlin also wasn't starting. So, I think that was a big big factor missing from this US team they went down early and it just really caused the team to get unorganized I and forget like their game plan I think like and like yeah. whatever if there was a plan which it doesn't look like it you know uh, mm. that that goal that early goal shocked them but let's you know let's continue with the lineup so let, let's go through the, the defense so I have no issue with Turner and Des playing although I'm really surprised that um we like you said didn't have some veteran presence. Like if he had Yellen been in that position, I would not have minded. I uh, thought that would have been good. I thought it would have been good. Yeah. Looking at the line, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see why he's there. Then we have Robinson and Richards. Now, <clears throat> normally, I'm 100% happy with with Robinson. I think he's mm-hmm. probably our Jedi. Our, no, with Miles Robinson. Oh, okay. Like uh-huh. like over the the past these the last few qualifiers, he's been him and Zimmerman. That's been the pair. Mm-hmm. It's it's been Zimmerman and, and Robinson. They've been really really good. Now, going into this window with him being an MLS player and not being in playing matches since you know like a long time ago. <laughs> November probably. November. I think uh, um, I think Atlanta did go out early if they yeah, yeah Atlanta qualified and they were out in like the second round. Um, but he hasn't been playing, so we have other players now. He's not there. But, I mean, yeah, this would have been a situation and we're having Brooks there, which I think we could have still even brought Brooks. Like, I think our squad is shorter than allowed, right? I don't think we took, I don't think Berhalter took the full squad, the max allowed. Well, I, I think well, he... Well, I believe, what's, what was that, Laren left? What was his name? The left back. Or Lennon's. The, Lennon. Yeah. yeah he Lennon left, so left. technically yeah. we could have got a replacement. But, um, but yeah, but, I mean, the point is Brooks isn't there. There's nothing we can do about it. But, yeah, I, I would have preferred. I think this is a game where a presence like Brooks and like would have been felt. And this would have been a good opportunity for for Brooks also to kind of like, like uh, win back everyone, I guess you can say. Not that everyone 
that he's lost the USMNT fan base because I feel like everyone aside from Greg is like okay we understand why he we don't necessarily agree with him not being called into the camp or whatever last mm-hmm. window uh, maybe he should have been there despite the form just maybe not pr- play him or, or something I don't know you know just but having mm-hmm. him there helps uh, but whatever he wasn't there and now you don't have him this time and it's, you say it's because of form and then you bring in uh, Robinson who hasn't been playing uh, what form does he have no offense I like the yeah. guy I've said it before I think him and Zimmerman I think that's the pair most of the times like if we can't have Brooks you know if Brooks isn't playing well then I'm happy with those guys they they have a really good understanding now Richards yeah it's he had an okay game I, I feel like to be you know to cut him some slack like he plays every other game every two games like it, it's just like he has no consistency in chemistry, I feel like, with the squad, and that's not really mm-hmm. his fault. I don't feel like he's been given that opportunity. But he's a good distributive but, uh, center yeah. back. And he's I also felt. a lot... He's really, yeah. really young, so he's definitely one a little bit... for. He's one for the future, to say mm-hmm. the least. You know, right now, I'd be fine with um, the other three defenders. Like, we have uh, Robinson, Zimmerman, or Brooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how I feel about McKenzie. But that's another story, um, and yeah. he's not, he obviously wasn't included in the lineup. And then obviously Robinson, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out and say it. So far, uh, this window, he's been the best American for me. And I think actually over the course of the la- of this year, he's become one of the most um, important players for the USMNT. I to- completely agree. I think he has become what we were expecting Dest yes. to be on a regular basis. Yes. Like, Dest is that guy who's attacking, can play, make, dribble, and cross, and that sort of thing. But he, I don't know what it is, but he's not doing it. And mm-hmm. Ron, Jedi is. And he's bit, but if you notice, dude, he does it all the time. Every mm-hmm. single game. He and defense. Flies. Yeah, and he's good at defending, which Dest lacks a little bit. Yeah. Now, I mean, whatever, that's fine. Um, that Des isn't the greatest defender, but he definitely has more. And again, I don't know if maybe it's because of where he's playing. Maybe it's the because grit. It's the grit and it's championship. that that humbleness. You know, yeah. he's like I play in the championship, whereas Des is like I come from Ajax and I play for Barca, and I'm Dutch. Different mindsets for sure. You know, different mindset, different. So I, you know, I, and I'm not saying Des is like an egghead or anything, but it's just something to know. Now, so I think Robinson, like you said too, yeah, I think he's been our best player. Yeah. And then obviously Turner, we didn't mention. I had nothing against Turner being well. Yeah, I no. think this was the game for him to play in. I don't think he had a great game. I think he could have done better. But I mean, if you look at the keepers that we brought, none of them are playing. So, <laughs> like out of what we had, I would have. Sean he Johnson is is like I just haven't seen him at this level much. He had to play. So Turner. it had to be Turner. Yeah. Um, so I hope Turner, you know, picks his head up and he's okay. And midfield, I have no complaints with uh, in terms of the lineup. Like, that's the strongest midfield, I, just, I think. But it didn't I need think to Musa got a bit lost. I think so. Like, Did you feel that way about Musa in this game? Well, because Musa, I think Musa's best thing that he can do is that he's such a good transition player. He's yeah. so good at taking the ball and going forward with it. Like maybe Adam Adams wins it mm-hmm. and he passes it to Musa. How many times do we see yeah, the ball go to Musa true. and then he turns and loses a like he loses a player mm-hmm. and he's through and he can create a ball a play from there. So he's so good at that transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in this game. 
with Canada being so tight, forcing us to go outside. I, I thought the exact same thing. I thought they kept the center of the field mm-hmm. tight so we couldn't, like, breathe. I don't know. The majority of the time, we were switching sides mm-hmm. from our defense. Did you notice that? Oh, uh, like long diagonals and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah. It, yeah, it just, there was no... That we just couldn't go down the middle, and unfortunately, because of that, like that's where we kind of lose Musa, and and it's kind of surprising because I mean he he has played on the he has played wide, so mm-hmm. you know you you could think that he could go out wide, but he's a young guy, and and, and before I you know go out here and rant on about Barrowalter, the players too themselves they they're the, actually the ones on the field at the end of the day, it's yeah. not like but the midfield. That was the midfield that should start. Yeah, I agree with the lineup. But Things they could didn't change. perform. Yeah, it just didn't perform. But yeah. I don't think the 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 subs. I don't know, dude. The subs weren't the best. I just they don't think not. they. I don't. Think I hope they, Adams is okay. I've, didn't he come off? Oh, or, Tyler Adams. Yeah, yeah, but he's hurt. He's not going to be playing the next game. Him and Chris Richards. Chris Richards actually might have broken his foot. I don't know if you saw that tackle. Yeah, like you're it, right. Like his foot like folded backwards a little bit. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and it looked like one of the most a simple like you know challenge. No one's fault really. It was just like a small collision there. Uh, both players going for the ball, but yeah, he he might have broken his foot. They're gonna do extras, but it doesn't sound. If they think if he's consider if they're considering that, that we're probably not gonna see him anymore for a while, which sucks because Richards is a very promising player, who I think. Hopefully we'll get more more minutes with the U.S. as time goes on because I think he's going to be one of our better players. Uh, Dude, he's going to the World Cup. He's gonna be, and I think he's gonna be that Saguero Central, that yeah. that like that ball playing athletic kind of guy. Like, Dude, he's the he's our version of Jerome Boateng. Exactly. So yeah. hopefully he's you know like it's not so serious, but. It just sucks because he's been playing really, really well with with Hoffenheim, yeah. and he's been one of their better players. So well, I'd like for him to you know carry that to get that spot with Bayern. But you know, let's get into something that I think Berhalter majorly effed up. Oh right yeah, here. okay. Let, and forward, and we have to talk about it because it's his his name is Jossie Zardes, and the guy, I'll, you know, for playing against El Salvador, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. whatever. Yeah, I think that's fair <laughs> enough. And then after, I'd say pretty solid performance by Jesus Ferreira that created a lot of chances. I know he didn't score, but didn't he get the assist technically? Yeah, he did get the assist technically, so, I mean, and he should have scored at least one uh-huh. and go, and gone down for a penalty. So he could have had a really great day against El Salvador, and didn't start in this game, which I thought, okay, then there's only one guy that should be starting this game. It should be Pepe, and it should be Pepe. Like, I know Pepe hasn't scored for the U.S. 17, like, now two windows, but... But, I mean, he, he's been playing. He's been playing for Augsburg. He's been getting minutes. He's been practicing at an elite or, like, more competitive level mm-hmm. in Germany. I just don't know what went through Berhalter's decision-making when he decided to pick Jossi Zardes over Pepe. I feel like... In a big game like this. Like, he'll put, like, uh, he'll be like, okay, this is a good lineup, so I gotta spice it up a bit. Yeah. Pass. You know, like, What will make me a genius? Like, it's, like, Berhalter overthinks it or something. Like, it's like, yeah. no, that's, that's too obvious. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, I mean, of course it's obvious. Everyone keeps track of, like, uh, like, what we, like, mm-hmm. of the... 
this isn't like something you hide the squad who's good who's bad like of course it's obvious because we know who's the good players what's not obvious what may not always be obvious are the tactics and the game plan Mm -hmm. that's where the secret comes in but I feel like that's not what necessarily is going on here so Zardes I I don't agree with I would have loved for Pepe to get the start it would have been amazing for his confidence to get that trust from his Mm -hmm. from his uh, from his coach because let's be honest here Zardes for what he is and everything like he's he served his time with the national team but he's also a player that's on his way out like his career in terms of with the national team it's it's at its latter stage mm-hmm. where Pepe here is is on is on the up and up you know and he's the kind of he's the guy you want to nurture and he's mm-hmm. the one you want a confidence boost and like hey have him start this game you know and 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 whatnot that would be a good opportunity for him to start the game get some confidence and i think that's i mean if at the end of the day all we're doing is being forced out wide and, and we just need to whip balls in i mean look dude I, there were points where i saw zardis running down the line and uh, that's not what zardis is for like, I know. Uh, why, why is he the I one running no the ball down the line and putting the ball on the cross? He's the guy that we were looking for. Yeah. And I know at one point uh, Pepe did do that too. I know he put in a ball and went out wide. But, I'll, but I mean, Pepe, when I saw him in the box, I, I know he had that like scissor kick kind of like mm-hmm. media chilena that he tried doing and it didn't work out. But I, I saw Pepe a lot more dangerous in the box. Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as he was on the field, I saw him creating a lot more plays too also being involved with the Lincoln play I know he does that a lot but when Zardes does it I mean I know I'm being a little like well Zardes shouldn't do that but that's not what Zardes' best attribute is you know Pepe's a little bit Zardes shouldn't be playing these big games he can play against El Salvador Mm -hmm. maybe Honduras but this game but this is Canada the now best team in CONCACAF and our basically putting their foot on USA and Mexico's neck telling them we're up next you know like you thought no 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 yeah we're here too you know and and well let's get into the other forwards performances yeah Pulisic 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 like we've mentioned just look like just just dry like just out of ideas like I just yeah just like like, I don't know what it was about Pulisic but he was doing all the like uh, the free kicks, uh-huh. the the corner kicks, and I thought, why? Why him? Why not McKinney or, or well McKinney in the box? But Pulisic has been so lethal in the box, you know. Yeah, on and the on those second balls. Exactly, and why not give it to another player like you know Musa to cross it or Aronson or whatever? Because I don't think Pulisic has that. I mean, he had that one free kick that looked like... I mean, it was going on... It was on target, so we'll give him that, but it was... I mean... But I just don't feel like it. he is that guy, to, that mm-hmm. pinpoint passer player, you know? I just thought he wanted to assert his dominance on yeah, the USA. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I would prefer to have, like, Aronson or McKenney on dead balls, depending what kind of ball it is. Like, if yeah. it's a ball... Like, if it's on a corner... Yeah, I think I want someone like Aronson, because we just... Uh, Pulisic is just really good on those second balls. Yeah. Exactly. On those second balls, he's really, really good. So that's great. And, you know, McKinney's obviously, you know, a good, good player in the box, as we saw that. Almost scored a... Yeah, ah. Which also was a cross from Pulisic. So, I yeah. mean, not that Pulisic can't do it. I just think, I yes, know. like I you, in, in most situations, I think he's better in the box. 
Because mm-hmm. he's kind of like chaotic, you know, with Pulisic being so agile and quick. Mm-hmm. He gets away from you fast. So he's one of those players that you're just like, now you see him, now you don't, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. So I would have preferred, I mean, from the lineup, uh, it would have just been like, I would have liked Yedlin. And then I would have liked to have started uh, Pepe. That's about it from the starting lineup. Well, yeah, from a lineup perspective, I would have changed that too. But I just thought, now I want to get into like the game. Mm-hmm. Because we were down at seven minutes. Yeah, okay. And we decided to make substitutions late in the second Dude, half. They, like they, around 70th minute. They come so late and I feel like... And were they the, even the right substitution? Look at this. Dude, I feel like... He okay. just threw on players is that, what I felt. Dude, like. you know how... What he does, he does what I do in career mode. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not going to pause the game again. I'm going to pause it once. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, and I always do them in the 60th minute. You know? I always yeah. do that. And I'm just like, three subs, come on. Go. And that's what Berhalter does. Dude, I feel like he just... It's like career mode. You're the captain today because I'm... For whatever reason. You know, just, dude, Jordan Morris... I'm sorry, dude. He does nothing. He's just a big, mm-hmm. strong guy who's tall and runs everywhere, and that's it. I thought he was not the sub needed at the time that he came on, or for the like in the situation that he for came Aronson. on. For I thought. Well, I'll, I'm gonna. You know what, dude? I'm not gonna lie. Aronson did not look good to me against Canada. Damn. He had he had an opportunity. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're and right, you're and right. I, I feel like he overthought it too. Like he overcomplicated it. Like he mm-hmm. needed he tried to do one more, and that's where. Uh, and I like Aronson a lot. I, I love the guy. I think he's one of our brightest spots that's emerged. Like one of the diamonds in the rough that we didn't even knew that know that we had, and he's mm-hmm. just emerged and just been great, and just a tireless worker on the ball. But what I just felt like the experience was lacking this time. This time I could see how there was that like one move extra, whereas an experienced player would just rip it mm-hmm. or look for the ball, like look for the pass. Like they knew that that was it. Where he was like, "No, I can do one more, mm-hmm. or I can do this, or I can do that, or you know, or maybe he just he looked just like like I said, just flabbergasted, just like just just strung out, you know, like yeah, you're right. Perhaps uh, Morris maybe. He didn't do much either. I'm but, not, yeah, I, I don't know if Morris was Aronson the right sub, but Aronson did yeah, look just like, beyond his wits, perhaps. There we go. That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. In the second half, you know, yeah. the, I saw it more there. In the first half, yeah. not With so much. Canada rushing, pressuring, uh-huh. and taking on the pressure that they did. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I can't not give them props because I thought yeah. they had a really great performance. Although the USA just had a really bad one, I thought, mm-hmm. too. Um, well, I mean, we were, like, stat-wise, I think, I mean, the U.S. had 64% possession, 13 shots, you know, 9 chances created, whereas as to Canada's 8 shots and 8 chances created. Uh, and then accurate passes, I mean, we had 438, whereas Canada had 210. Well, okay. It's not that we had a bad and performance. And we had four, but... four corners, so on paper, it looks great, but... But we didn't get the three points. We didn't get the three points. No, you're right. And look, the U.S. did what they, like, they did the easy things. I felt like, like, okay, if you do this and this and this, you're supposed to win the game. But that's not how it works. Because Mm -hmm. you need that, that's where you need that magic. You need that, that, that game plan. Because the game plan ultimately dictates the game. 
Right. Like, your game plan, that that's going to dictate how you play. And it just shows that there's no game plan. And the players themselves don't have the... They lack that experience to put that weight on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And be like, hey, guys, head, chin up. Like, this is what we need to do. Like, we don't have... Again, that goes back to the veteran presence mm-hmm. that they didn't I mean, we have. We don't necessarily have... But also, the players, too, also need to, like, themselves, like... Step start, up. Step up and be, mm-hmm. like... And realize that this is on them now. That... They, they, everyone's looking to them. They are mm-hmm. the those like they are like players like like Adams and um and McKenney. They're mm-hmm. the bigger names. They play for the bigger teams and they have big roles on those teams. Yeah, you know, like those. I would say those them too are our most. Them, they're consider they're the two most consistent in the top leagues. Mm-hmm. I think right now. You know, should if if Gian Reno is in it, healthy, that's different. But but right. they're the ones that are playing but and are important these pieces. Are, these are the guys who just made big moves to Europe. Mm-hmm. Now in more competitive situations, day in and day out, they should be playing better than a much. But they aren't. And Canada's way more organized, has a plan, doing well in development, and is now currently at the top of CONCACAF with 22 mm-hmm. points, like I've mentioned, in USA and Mexico tied for 18, with Panama at 17. One point behind. One point behind in one more round, but we still got one more game left on Tuesday versus Honduras, and we have to win this game. Look, there's no reason that we shouldn't. That, that honestly, no disrespect it, to Honduras, but that should be just a cake But Jorge... Back. This USA team is unpredictable, as we have seen. And this game, although it seems like there is no pressure because of the team that they're playing, the -hmm. fact that it is so important is absolutely essential that they win, which now all the pressure is on the USMNT. Uh Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, all, all, all this, all the pressure is gonna fall on the USMT because Honduras has nothing to play for. And they play Mexico next round. Yeah, so they're, you know, and the way that's that just makes things complicated. And I Panama mean. next round. So Panama, super important game, obviously, because they're mm-hmm. gonna be playing with their lives out, and this is their golden generation too. Mm-hmm. So soon, you know, like this is like one of their better squads ever. Uh, so we're living in a in a in a brilliant time, man. Brilliant it's an, time. It's there's it's super super competitive. So we'll we'll see what happens, but uh, it, it's I mean we have a lot to play for on Honduras, and, and not only does that game need to be won, but it needs to be a commanding win because we won at El Salvador, but or against El Salvador, sorry, but it, you know what, dude, it's it's starting to look like rough Ragnick ball, dude. Like you know how you said it, like mm-hmm. and other United fans have said it. It's just kind of like take it as a win. That's take it, it as a win. That's all you can say, and that's kind of yeah. what we got. Like take it as a win, but. It just can't be that way because we know that only gets you so far. It only gets you so far because Man United is currently not even in the top four, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, I won't go there. Yeah, that's so the topic for another day. We got one more game in this CONCACAF yeah. World, Quali- World Cup qualifying round mm-hmm. against Honduras. We need to come out with three points and we will get back to you guys after that result. Oh, yes, we will. Yeah. It's going to be a big game already. Yeah, it'll be crazy, dude. I'm excited for it. I'm excited, too. And we hope to see you guys next time. Yeah, later, skaters.